Good morning. morning. It's good to have you here. Happy Father's Day to all of our fathers. Uh, It is great to be back from vacation. And uh, Chris, it was great to have you uh, filling in. And thank you for the wonderful job. And to Daniel for you filling in. Thank you so much. Um, Let's see, what? Mom's fine. Mom's fine. Uh, um, I'm going to talk about it uh, in the uh, during our prayer time. Uh, announcements. Um, let's see. What's the announcement? See, I've been gone for a week. So, let's see. I'm Charles. I'm the pastor here. Uh, we do have the Stevensons here. Uh, if you remember them, uh, I, it's Beth and. Oh, Jean. Jean, yes, that's right. Jean, would you like to stand up for just a moment so they can see you? Okay, sit back down. Thank you. Jean and Beth are going to be here afterwards, so please uh, take time to visit with them. Uh, We support them tremendously, and it's really good to have you guys here. Uh, So, and I I heard that it's a little warm. So, is it Arizona or New Mexico? Arizona. So it's still hot. Yes, but it's north, right? So it shouldn't be as hot. You don't have air conditioners. I'm, I'm sorry, I don't understand not having air con- Someone, Someone had asked, uh, so Pastor Charles, you're heading back to Georgia. You're going to get back to that heat. You're going to love it. I'm, and I said, we're from the south. We are all inside during the heat, so... At one point, I, we were used to it, but we're not anymore. So we have our regular things coming up, coffee shop theology, and um, also uh, the Bible study is returning back on Wednesday. Any other announcements? Yes. Yes, the Carolyn's uh, meal train, so if you want to do that. Also, uh, for... The directory information, uh, these pink sheets, you can't miss them. If you have one, please fill it out. Uh, give it back to um, Lisa or Jenny or myself. Any other? Yes, Judy. Favorite hymns, yes. So we're doing this for um, June and July, maybe into August. But if you have a favorite hymn, that you would like sung, maybe even a favorite praise song, maybe. Okay, I, okay, maybe maybe just the hymn. Yeah, you just play. Yeah. We, we don't care what you like. We just no. Okay. <laughs> so what we're going to do is have you write them down and give it to either Judy or Gloria or to the praise team. We're not going to like call out favorite hymns because we want to have some time to, for our team to practice. But if you do, um, let us know, and, let us, and then we'll try to get them all in. I think Judy has a list of hymns. You put them in a hat. The two today was picked from a hat. Absolutely. And that hat, well, I don't want to know about the hat, but yes. Um, I'm a little concerned about what songs might, so if someone puts in a Christmas song and you pull it out, we have to sing it? 
Uh, I'm sorry, I heard a yes over here, so... Yeah, okay. So those who are putting in Christmas hymns and you don't get to sing them, please see Judy. Okay. Uh, At this time, uh, let's stand for the call to worship. And let's pray. Gracious Lord, we have been on a journey with you. And each day it's a journey. And so, Lord, we ask on this day that you would guide us, that you would open our hearts and our minds to your Holy Spirit so that we can praise you. We pray this in Christ's most holy name. Amen. Good morning, everybody. Let's sing, shall we? In my wrestling, in my doubts, in my failures, you won't walk out. Your great love will lead me through. You are the peace in my troubled sea. You are the peace in my troubled sea. In the silence, you won't let go. In my questions, your truth will hold. Your great love will lead me through. You are the peace in my troubled sea. Oh, you are the peace in my troubled sea. My lighthouse, my lighthouse, shining in the darkness. I will follow you, oh, my lighthouse, my lighthouse. I will trust the promise. You will carry me safe to shore, safe to shore, safe to shore. God's love will lead me through. You are the peace in my troubled sea. Oh, you are the peace in my troubled sea. My lighthouse, my lighthouse, shining in the darkness, I will follow you. Oh, my lighthouse, my lighthouse. I will trust the promise You will carry me safe to shore Safe to shore Safe to shore Safe to shore Fire before us You're the brightest You will lead us storm fire before us you're the brightest 
darkness I will follow you Oh, my lighthouse My lighthouse I will trust the promise You will carry me safe to shore Safe to shore Safe to shore
You may be seated. As we go to this time of prayer, are there prayer concerns or praises that you have? Where's my runners? One, one's on vacation. Okay, we. Okay, we have one right here, Jean. Ron will be having surgery on Thursday, so pray for success of the surgery and and healing afterwards. Thank you. Well, we will certainly pray for Ron and pray for healing for him. Any other prayer concerns, uh, Georgine? Deb, you're going to have to run a little bit faster. I know. I'm not, okay, I'm just saying. (laughs) Georgine? Uh, Yes, I just wanted to let you know that we had some very good news, praise God. Uh, Julie Shirk is now home with her parents. They have finally gotten her equipment that she needs, and her father was able to put put it all together himself. So she's now breathing with a machine and doing very well, and she just asked for praise for continued blessings uh, that she gets stronger, her legs get strong so she can walk again, and she's also on a uh, lung transplant list, mm-hmm. and hopefully that will occur within maybe the next six to eight months to a year. So she is at home, and she thanks you very much for all your prayers, and asks just to continue to pray for her. Thank you. Okay, well, we'll continue to pray for Julie. That is good news after all this time to actually be home. Even though she has the equipment, there's something about being home. That's awesome. Any other prayer concerns that you have? If I could have one over here and one over there at the same time, that would be great just to see. Oh, sorry. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, any other prayer concerns or praises? Well, let me show you one here a praise so this is um, my mom seeing me with clean shaven face and <laughs> let me tell you she, she loved it in fact I told Georgine she looked at me and she said you're finally you know, she says you're handsome finally because she does not like facial hair and so the next day uh, we don't have that picture but the next day I said uh, Mom, uh, I'm growing it back. Do you want to feel whiskers? And she said, do you want to feel this? And so she's, so I know that picture. I know some of you said, you know, she's lost a w- lot of weight and everything. But here's the thing. She's still in great spirits. I mean, she's, she has arthritis all over and she's in a lot of pain. But there's a joy when she says, I'm praying for you. And thank everyone at your church for praying for me. So, she has a very good spirit, and so I wanted to, to share that. That, that is a praise. She, she loved seeing Kathy and myself, and she loved talking about the stories. In fact, um, the card that you guys sent to my mom, uh, we read it to her the first day. She wanted to hold it and have it, and the next day she wanted it to be read again. And then she got to read it, and so she, she loved that, that people were praying for her. And with that, let us go to the Lord in prayer. Gracious Lord, today we talk about legacies. And it's the legacy that is in you. 
do people see Christ in us? So Lord, as we come here, as we gather to worship, as we praise you, Lord, we also know that we can come and, and just share our hearts and our minds and our souls knowing that you hear these prayers. And through all the prayers, you've asked us to do one thing, to trust you. So Lord, we do trust you. For the answered prayers and the unanswered prayers, because we have to put it in your hands. So Lord, we pray for those facing surgery and procedures this week. We pray and, and for those that are hurting or struggling. Lord, we praise you for good news of those finally to go home. To see old friends from far away who are serving Christ. Whether it's in Arizona or across the world, Lord, we thank you for our missionaries. Because you've called them and they've answered. Lord, we thank you for new life. We thank you for our children. We thank you for our fathers. We thank you for our mothers. We thank you for one another. That we can come and be a family of God. So Lord, hear our prayers. Here are the ones that we have retained in the silence of our hearts. And Lord, we lift all of this up to you and pray saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Now we're going to change a little something up. Instead of uh, doing the scripture reading, we're going to do our hymn first and then the scripture reading.
Our scripture reading today is from Joshua, beginning in verse 9, chapter 3, beginning in verse 9. So Joshua told the Israelites, Come and listen to what the Lord your God says. Today you will know that the living God is among you. He will surely drive out the Canaanites, Hittites, Hivites, Perizzites, Girgashites, Amorites, and Jebusites ahead of you. Look, the Ark of the Covenant, which belongs to the Lord of the whole earth, will lead you across the Jordan River. Now choose twelve men from among the tribes of Israel, one from each tribe. The priests will carry the Ark of the Lord, the Lord of all the earth. As soon as their feet touch the water, the flow of water will be cut off upstream and the river will stand up like a wall. So the people left their camps to cross the Jordan, and the priests who were carrying the Ark of the Covenant went ahead of them. It was the harvest season, and the Jordan was overflowing its banks. But as soon as the feet of the priests who were carrying the Ark touched the water of the river's edge, the water above that point began backing up a great distance away at a town called Adam, which is near Zerathon. And the waters below that point flowed on to the Dead Sea until the riverbed was dry. Then all the people crossed over near the town of Jericho. Meanwhile, the priests who were carrying the Ark of the Lord's Covenant stood on dry ground in the middle of the riverbed as the people passed by. They waited there until the whole nation of Israel had crossed the Jordan on dry ground. When all the people had crossed the Jordan, the Lord said to Joshua, Now choose twelve men, one from each tribe. Tell them, Take twelve stones from the very place where the priests are standing in the middle of the Jordan. Carry them out and pile them up at a place where you can where you camp tonight. So Joshua called together the twelve men he had chosen, one from each of the tribes of Israel. He told them, Go into the middle of the Jordan, in front of the ark of the Lord your God. Each of you must pick up one stone, carry it out on your shoulder, twelve stones in all, one for each of the twelve tribes of Israel. We will use these stones to build a memorial in the future, your children will ask you, what do these stones mean? Then you can tell them, they remind us that the Jordan River stopped flowing when the Ark of the Lord's Covenant went across. These stones will stand as a memorial among the people of Israel forever. So as I was planning this Father's Day sermon, I realized that it can't be just fathers, it's got to be everyone. And so uh, the lasting legacy, we, we think about what our dads have done, but I, I think about what my mom's done, what grandparents have done, what my friends have done, what you have done. Those things make a legacy. But it's not just 
a legacy about yourself. It's about how you, your legacy with Christ. So one of the questions is, what difference are you making? I mean, what difference do you make in your workplace or in school or in your church or at home? Are people saying that you're a positive influence or a negative influence? This is a question that pastors usually will ask. If you were to die today, what would people say about you? There was one pastor who had the nerve to say, please do something worthy so that I don't lie at your funeral. And this is what we're talking about today as as Kathy was reading. uh, And by the way, she was reading New Living Translation. It was the ESV that was behind you. It was a test for all of you to see if you could judge. Okay, never mind. But it's a point in the scripture. The Jesus, the the, the children of Israel has come out of the second exodus. They have been wandering for 40 years in the desert. Moses has died, they had buried him, and now they're going into the land of milk and honey. But first they have to get through the Jordan. Now the Jordan River at that time was at flood stage. This is during the spring, and so you're talking about 10 to 15 feet deep. And so Joshua was saying, come here, let me tell you what's about to happen. What's going to happen is that the Jordan is going to open up and you're going to walk through dry ground. Now, most of those who had lived at the beginning of the Exodus would have remembered, yes, we, we did that before. But now you have a whole new generation of children who have never seen this. And so here's, again, something that they will be able to see and to tell their children. Joshua is saying, I've got great plans for you and that God has great plans for them and to trust them. So God is going to provide for you in a land flowing with milk and honey. And they knew that they were going to face difficulties. They knew that they were going to have some battles. They knew that they were going into lands of giants. And their faith was going to struggle. It was going to be tempted. They are going to be tested. But the first obstacle they had to face was water. And so as they're walking out, there were some people who were thinking, how is this going to happen? How is the water going to just suddenly open? Moses is no longer there. And so Joshua says, this is what's going to happen. You're going to have priests who are going to carry the ark, and as soon as their feet touch the river, It's going to open, and you'll be able to walk across dry land. Kathy and I were on Jacksonville Beach, and as the tide went out, you could actually walk on the sand. It was strong enough to support you. In fact, they were 
could be, there were some cars that had gone on it, and it could hold them. So it was firm enough for not only the people, but the carts, and, and if there were animals there, to walk through this river. And they did that. And the children of Israel saw it. But then Joshua says, that's not enough. We need to remember what happened. And so he got, he asked for the 12 people from each of the tribe to go. And as they're in the middle of the river bed, to pick up the 12 stones. Now these stones had to be really uh, remarkable because they're going to be very smooth. They've, They've had water going over it. So these 12 stones... Whenever we get to the first encampment, we're going to build a monument to God. So that when children years pass go, what's that? Let me tell you the story of how we came across. It's kind of like in this church. Um, Jesus knocking at the window, or knocking at the door. Could you tell a child about that? Hopefully you're saying yes. What about Jesus over here with a lamb? Jesus is the good shepherd. Jesus knocking on our doors of our hearts to come in. Children are full of questions, and we need to have answers, especially those revolving around our faith. Because that's what children do. They ask questions. And they ask questions. And they ask questions. Remember those who, three-year-olds, four-year-olds, five-year-olds? Can you think, you, you know, the, and, and I'm sure... Um, uh, the, uh, they have this um, but think about children now uh, do they ask a lot of questions do, do they do your children ask you a lot of questions now, you're, 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 now you're, you're, you have four now and, and wasn't it exciting when they first started to speak you're like yes and then questions. And then questions. Sun up to sundown. And some questions you don't have answers for. A lot of questions. But the questions revolving around our faith, we need to be able to answer. So the principle stands true today. You know, it doesn't matter what your background is. It doesn't matter your economic status. It doesn't matter if you're a father or a mother. It doesn't matter if you're single or divorced. God has called each of us to be in a place of spiritual leadership, to tell our story. So back to the original question, what kind of difference are you making? Are you having an impact in people's lives today? 
Are you making a difference in your home? There's an illustration where there was a question to actually dads that sometimes we get into um, a place where we need to make a name for ourselves. And we need to have a name on the outside. But if we're not making a name for ourselves on the inside, when our children grow up, will they remember? We have to start with ourselves, our relationship with Christ, and then with our family, and then our church family, and then to the outside world. Think about those who are right now making a legacy in athletics or academics or entertainment and yet forgetting who actually gave them that gift. Each of us will leave some type of stone, some type of monument behind for our family and our friends. And so when the next generation comes up, they can ask, tell me about grandpa, grandma. Tell me about my uncle. And you want those stories to be ones not only humorous and and wonderful in that sense, but also the life that they lived. I can remember my grandmother. At her funeral, there was a lot of tears. But I remember people coming up and sharing with me what a faithful servant she was in the church, and she was. She didn't miss church. She could have a cold and she was going in. She, she was that person. In fact, we knew... I knew that if I was going to visit grandmother, I better have something clean to wear on Sunday because I'm going to church. I couldn't, like, stay home. Church was, you just went. But as my grandmother got older, she was sharing what was really important to her, and it was her faith. My mom, when she's in the hospital and she's, she's talking about all the things that are going on in her body and, and all these things that, that we're concerned about, she also says, but I'm praying to God. I'm keeping my faith that God will heal me. Now, I know that it would take a miracle for mom to be healed, But let me tell you, God's going to heal her. One day, she is going to be healed. She's going to have that new body. And the memorial is her faith. To live in a a nursing home for three years, not getting up, being bedridden, and still have an incredible spirit about her, and I keep saying, Mom, how, how are you doing this? And she says, by prayer. Not without missing a beat. So sometimes we get some pressures from outside and we, we're thinking, wow, I feel sorry for me. What's going on? Why, you know, why is this going on? Why, 
this woe is me. And Sharon, you and I had a conversation before I left and about the woman who was singing for that audition for America's Got Talent. And we were talking about, we were kind of sharing our, you know, what was going on in our lives. And then we both saw that woman who sang, she was 30 years old, sang this incredible song. And to find out that she has cancer, liver, spine, brain, she has a 2% chance of living. But the joy that she had in her, we were like, I think we're okay. How are you living with the pressures surrounding you? Are you scared? Are you worried? Or are you trusting in the Lord? Yes, it's tough. The children of Israel was going to have it tough. Think about you're going into a new land and you're going to have to battle. Trusting in the Lord. So how are we going to make a difference? In Genesis chapter 5, Verse 23, Enoch lived 365 years walking in close fellowship with God. Then one day he disappeared because God took him. Understand that what Enoch was doing was walking daily. It wasn't just walking in on Sunday for an hour. It was walking daily. Are we being faithful to God Each day, are we being faithful to our families? Are we being faithful to those in our jobs, our personal lives? The only reason why the children of Israel crossed the Jordan River is because they listened to God. So in this day of with everything going on, are we going to listen to God? Are we going to trust that he has this plan? And it doesn't matter who you are. If you're a teenager, what are the children younger than you, what are they saying about you? What example are you setting? If you're a dad or a mom, what example are you setting for your family? And if you're an adult in here and people are looking up to you, what example are you making? Because all of us have been called to leave that legacy. To leave a godly legacy. Let us pray. Gracious Lord, you have called us to leave a legacy, not about ourselves, but our relationship with you. What will people say about us when we go to you? Will they see a legacy for the world or a legacy about you? So, Lord, we pray that our legacy that we leave is a godly one, that the glory and honor is to you alone. We pray this in Christ's most holy name. Amen. So the question I have today, again, 
is what kind of difference, what kind of difference are you making? And that's something that it's kind of hard, but, but you have to answer that. What kind of difference are you making? Is it something that, um, that you got to work on? And guess what? You, you do have to work on this. Now, I've said this before, and I don't want to shock you. So, Arville, I, I need to tell you I'm not perfect. <laughs> Couldn't you put up some resistance, some just make me feel good? We work on it. We work on our legacy because we do want to make a difference, but not a difference for ourselves, but for God. I know exactly when my mom passes what I'm going to say, the difference that she made in my life. And I hope that my children would say the same thing about me. Let's pray. Gracious Lord, help us to make a difference for you each and every day. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.
So, Judy, before you leave, uh, was everyone smiling? Some were. Some were. Oh. Okay. We have you on video camera. No, we don't. Um, Let's pray. Gracious Lord, we thank you. And we praise you. So, Lord, as we leave here, help us to make a legacy for you. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.